I don't know, something washed over me. Mm. And it was, it was this pure, like, it was pure love. And it sounds, I know that sounds hippie-ish, whatever that means. (laughs) But I'm not like that. Like, I'm not, I'm a super logical person and really straight to the point. But um, I just felt this feeling of love. And it wasn't love towards my brother specifically. It was just love, maybe for myself and maybe just whatever, for the universe. Um, and all the feelings of anger and fear, resentment, like just were instantly freaking dissipated. It just went away. That is a clip from this interview with my friend and long-term collaborator, hip-hop producer and MC, Super Ego. And in this interview, we talk about this strange, almost spontaneous experience that he had seeing this pure love and also experiencing the ego as something separate to himself. And we explore that and try to integrate the experience, see how he might think about it moving forward. Now, please keep this in the back of your mind as you're listening to this interview. Maybe you think somebody you know might benefit from hearing this. And maybe you take just 10 seconds to try to think of somebody and send them a quick message, giving them a reason to listen to this podcast so they can enjoy it and benefit and perhaps see things a little differently. All right, let's begin. I'm here with my buddy known as Super Ego, Brandon Fury, MC, hip-hop producer out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. How are you, Mr. Super Ego? (laughs) Pretty good, man. Nervous. My hands are sweaty, but I got my trusty watermelon on my side, (laughs) and the cats are chilling. Eating a little bit of spaghetti. Spaghetti? No, just watermelon. Watermelon is necessary. Oh, okay. It gives me dopamine. <laughs> no. Oh, really? Is the, does that work? Oh, yeah. When you eat, like, good food, I feel like, like sugary food or anything, but, like, the the right uh, uh the right type of sugar, it, for me, it, like, gives me a straight yeah. dopamine rush, like, whoosh. Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, we wanted to talk about... <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to talk a bit about your uh, wild experience. You had a kind of spontaneous spiritual experience. But first, let's talk a, li- a little bit about the context of your life or try to see how this fits into your overall story. Brandon Fury, the hero of his own story. So <laughs> I know you've been <laughs> you've been exploring a little with microdosing psilocybin. What can you tell us about that? Uh, yeah, well, I've been kind of microdosing. Well, I've had in the past, I've microdosed um, a lot, but it's been a while now up until like probably about a week ago, I started microdosing again. And uh, I guess my main intention for microdosing was to feel like a boost and maybe get a little bit more like energy and just and then also to like kind of work through my issues, like um, learning how to be more present. That was a big intention of mine in taking the microdose mushrooms. Mm. 
And uh, also just seeing what happens too, like to be open to whatever happened. Because I think uh, mm. I think microdosing is a great tool, and I still have I have a lot of exp- exploration to do with it. Yes, yeah. Well, that ties into a lot of what happened. Like we were doing some CBT sessions for a few months, and you had a lot of breakthroughs with that. And it was like you started to become more comfortable with all kinds of emotions that were coming up. Yeah, and a lot of concepts too, not just. Uh, yeah, emotions. I'm still, I'm still working on the emotional part. It's hard for me. I, I feel like it's really hard for me to like, yeah, appear vulnerable still. I know, and I know that was one of our sessions too. And, uh, it, but it's helping me a lot. I've helped mm. the CBT has been awesome. So it's not just appearing vulnerable, but, but being vulnerable, like in your own emotions. Yeah, definitely. So what happened with the mushrooms when you, you sent out with these? clear intentions let's see i'm trying to think of the back to the last one the last one was i think sunday the day before my spiritual breakthrough although at the time i wasn't thinking of it as spiritual at all um <laughs> but yeah so the mushrooms really helped me just be more uh, i guess present just in all every form and manner yeah and not think too much about stuff and just be able to be okay and accept myself. Um, and then I felt really boosted. It was like me. I felt like me on a great day. Mm-hmm. And that's how, that's honestly how I would describe, um, mm. microdosing mushrooms for myself. And I, I can't take credit for that. Someone else said that. I don't remember who said that. And it was like, Oh shit. Yeah, it is like that. So I'm not saying credit. Whoever said it, I don't know who it is. I forgot, but yeah. So that's that. I'm giving you back credit. I'm not going to be a dick. Bitten, style bitten. All right. <laughs> I think we have to put you in the hip hop hall of shame right now for biting. Some- I know, right? Oh, man. <laughs> biting someone's whack. lyrics. I'm whack. <laughs> I was telling you the other day how it's really cool uh, when you do take mushrooms, even as a microdose, you set that clear intention first because it gives us this more ceremonial, like it gives it more, more weight, like a little more respect to the plant medicine because these things have this crazy potential for opening your eyes and showing you different aspects of life Mm -hmm. and personal transformation. So I I think it's really cool how you, how you take the time to think about why you're doing it and what you might gain from it. Yeah. I never, I don't know why I did that. Honestly, originally, I guess I just read about it and Mm. they they were talking about a lot of people were saying, it's better if you have an intention with it. And uh, I don't view mushrooms really as a just recreational thing. I see it more as a like a just a powerful mm. tool to be able to work on myself. That's my really whole goal. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's my lifelong journey is to work on myself and become better. And uh, maybe that's an ego thing. <laughs> well, we'll get into that but. later, I guess. <laughs> but do you ever get like a very uncomfortable emotions or anything surface when you're on uh, when you're microdosing um that's a good question actually maybe i i think i have i just don't know if it's been recently okay fair enough um yeah actually yeah i, I feel like anxiety because yeah well i don't know why but yeah i guess it's this the emotional the stuff that's dug deep within myself coming to surface yep. using the microdoses but 
as far as like more detailed account, I don't specifically remember, or maybe I just wasn't focusing on it too much. Cool. Too busy enjoying the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I know one thing that I've been trying to practice this lately. My friend Alinka said she's studying Hamastas in Gestalt therapy. And she said something to me about leaning into her difficult emotions. Like you go through a breakup mm. or something and you might feel very anxious or awkward or just like resistance. I find that if, if I just lean into it a little bit, and I, I don't even know what that means exactly. It's a, it's a weird thing to say because you're not physically leaning, but you're just moving or trying to push your focus a little bit towards that uncomfortable emotion. And it seems to, like it's uncomfortable to do it, but it seems to really help after, you know, half an hour or so of, of doing this. It's like those things aren't such a big deal anymore. And maybe they just fade away. Yeah. That's yeah, leaning into the fear and just uh facing it as I would feel like it is a big part of facing that fear. And that, yeah. that I feel like that's another thing that mushrooms do for me as well. They allow me to I mean, I am myself. I can, you know, I don't think the mushrooms change me specifically, but they help me unlock a part of myself that I I don't know, that's kind of stuck or buried a little bit i guess all right so you ha have these uh these interesting experiences with mushrooms and then on monday this thing kind of happens out of nowhere so what ha what happened on monday oh man i i mean it's pretty awesome the on monday i had a like a really powerful breakthrough which before kurt had Described it as spiritual, but for me, it wasn't spiritual at the time. Yep. But now in retrospect, it, yeah, it's definitely, I can see it being spiritual. Yeah. What um, was the build so up? I got into a fight. I, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. I live with my brother and we've been living together for a long time, like about 10 years now. Hmm. So, I mean, we fight sometimes as brothers and, uh, we got into a great, like, not, yeah, it was pretty crazy, pretty crazy fight. <laughs> um, that morning and, uh, I clocked my brother a couple times in the head and my brother grabbed me up and like pushed me against the bathroom sink on accident. I don't think he meant to like really hit me on the bathroom sink, but my head smashed the bathroom sink. I landed on my, uh, tailbone, my upper spine and my left elbow. Whoa. And, uh, so yeah, I'm sitting there for a second in shock that I just fell like that. It didn't hurt yet. There was no pain yet. And I knew I had about a couple minutes to before the pain really kicked in. Mm. So I started instantly just doing deep breathing because that really, really helps with pain. And uh, I went to my room, grabbed up a couple ibuprofens, um, water, um, some snacks, <laughs> put my bed down. Um, and I, because <laughs> I have my bed in my studio. That's how I do. Okay. Up. <laughs> um, grabbed. Grabbed some frozen peas and frozen Gatorade and set that up to put on my uh, head and tailbone for swelling. Yeah. And um, just waited, basically. Took the ibuprofen and waited. And I was trying to not think. Oh, and some weed, of course. <laughs> a huge bowl of weed to help with the pain. Yeah. 
And yeah, I waited there. And I was trying to force my my ego or something, like my negative thoughts were creeping in. Like, ah, fuck my brother, man. I'm going to kick him out. Like, fuck this. I'm mad at the world right here, right now. Um, but I was trying to not let those thoughts in for in favor of making sure all like my pain uh, situation was taken care of because I didn't want to like when you're when I you're illogical and emotional you forget shit so mm-hmm. so I was good like I was sitting there and um I was then I started thinking about like just all the negativity I had towards my brother the anger fear resentment and stuff mm-hmm. and I was just like thinking for like five minutes just like fuck this dude my brother but like I just I hate living with this guy and then it's like I don't know something washed over me mm. and it was it was just pure like it was pure love I, and it sounds I know it sounds hippie ish whatever that means <laughs> but I'm not like that like I'm not I'm a super logical person and really straight to the point but um I just felt this feeling of love and it wasn't love towards my brother specifically. It was just love maybe for myself and maybe just whatever for the universe. Um, and all the feelings of anger and fear, resentment, like just were instantly freaking dissipated. It just went away. And I was feeling these feelings of just like love and acceptance. And I was actually happy that I, I was like the pain went away. The pain went away instantly. Cause I, I, and I felt happy that I even had the honor to be in this fight. It was cool. It was like, damn, like I was, I don't know. It's it so weird to explain. I just had this pretty cool feeling. Yeah. Well, so why would you feel like, it, it's like you feel grateful, right? To, to have that fight. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Why would you feel grateful about that? I don't know why I would. <laughs> but, I mean, in retrospect, I suppose that cause it's, I don't know. I get. I. There, I don't know. I don't know how to explain yeah. it yet. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I. I might have some insight on that. I wonder. Yeah. Like I, I've had these experiences. Like when I was, you know, I was deported from Mexico. So, so <laughs> I was going to see you, mm. and I got rejected from the United States. Yeah. I was in this little room for Ooh. for seventy two hours, and it, it was interesting. Like sitting there. I try to find something to be grateful for. I'm like, well, I'm grateful that it's peaceful here. Like nobody has a problem. The people I'm locked up with are cool. And I'm grateful that at least they they give me food. I go through all these things that I'm grateful for. At the end, I'm just like, I'm just grateful. I don't know. I don't even know why. (laughs) But it was like, (laughs) if if I'd never been uh, locked up in that place... I would have never tried so hard to pump up my pump up my state or to, to feel happy, to feel grateful. So the fact that this on its surface, this negative thing happened, this actually made me appreciate life so much more. So do you think that has anything to do with how you saw that? Um that's that's a good insight. Um but I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It's not something I can fully explain yet. All right. Well, maybe things have become more clear with time. Yeah. I was still going through it, like yeah. the whole thing, the whole experience. We haven't even gotten to the good part yet. All right. What's the good part? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess as I was feeling those feelings of love and just kind of like just I was super present too. I was super in the present moment. 
I don't know if that was a combination of the fights and me banging my head, as mm. you said yesterday. Adrenaline. Um, maybe joggled my yeah brain a little bit, and then the combination also of the the micro or no, I wasn't on microdose yet, but uh, the afterglow of the microdose potentially, or just the fact that I had been microdosing for the past whole week. Right. Maybe that helped a lot. Um, yeah. And the weed and the breathing. I feel like all those things combined may may have caused what had hap, hap, happened next, mm-hmm. which was as I was feeling those things, those uh, feelings of love and acceptance and gratefulness. Um, I f- I started having these feelings of uh, the fear was trying to creep back in a little bit. Mm. There was a fear and the anger and resentment, but it wasn't me having those thoughts. I envisioned it or saw it or sensed it as a thing, like an entity over there, like about a foot to my left. Mm. And I didn't see it, but I like sensed it. Yeah. Um, and it was like creeping back. It was these, there's this entity trying to creep back and, uh, like reintegrate with me. Mm. So I felt, I saw that as my ego. I thought that was just, it was my ego trying to come back. Hmm. How big is it? Um, small. Okay. It wasn't like a human size or anything. It was more like a, almost like a, maybe a, like a little ball, but I, it wasn't a ball. It's just a small thing. Okay. Maybe the size of like a little bounce ball or something. Sorry. The size of a, like, like a tennis ball or something. A bouncy ball. A bouncy ball. Like a like bouncy a, ball. Like a Super Bowl. A little. Like a like about an inch across? Yeah, like the one you get from the quarter machines. I don't know if right. they have those out there. They probably okay. do. Okay. Yeah, like a gumball. Yeah, yeah. Yep. About the size of that. And that's something that I didn't really okay. even realize at the time. That's something in retrospect. Right. Does it have a color? No. Not that I no. remember. Does it have a... Like a texture? Is it rough or smooth? Um, nope, not that. Yeah, I didn't see it. It was just more of a, like a sense. But I, I did see it though, in a way. I just don't. I don't know how I saw it. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. So weird. I, I know the kind of thing you mean because I know <laughs> I have this feeling like if I sense a ghost in my room, it happens sometimes. I and I, I have a, an impression of how big it is, like. I'm like, oh well, this this thing is about three feet tall, and you know, I know I can kind of sense if it's looking at me, that kind of thing. Yeah, maybe maybe even get an impression of its intentions, something like that. Ah, yeah. But I don't necessarily yeah, see it. Sense. I just know the <laughs> I feel it kind of thing. Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, and I felt it, but it was it's so yeah. I don't know, man. It's like. Because it's usually those feelings is usually me experiencing it, mm. whereas this it was totally separate. And then, yeah, so it's like, and then it's something I'm dealing with now. Like, I'm like hyper sensitive to the fact, or I'm hypersensitive when the ego is active mm. and trying to tell me things or whatever. Yeah, and I'm still aware that it's not really me, but it is. It is. A, it is a part of me. And that's something yes. we were talking about yesterday. Yeah. About instead of me pushing the ego away, I could maybe learn to accept it or embrace it. Yes. For what it is. And maybe 
not necessarily identifying with it. So the thing that that came up yesterday, I was like, well, we have this assumption in our society that your ego is you, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's this smaller part of you. Maybe you don't have to identify with it. Or if, if you identify with it, maybe there are other parts of yourself that you can identify with. Yeah, definitely. And maybe, maybe even learn to use the ego as a tool, but not let it dominate your whole world. Right. What do you think that the ego could be useful for? Um, I mean, I think I don't really know much about super psychology or anything, but like, I don't know why I said super right there. What the hell? Super ego with the super oh psychology. That the break. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah. But uh, I think it, it, I think it's a necessary tool to be able to like, maybe like sense danger and like, mm-hmm. or because I think the whole goals, well, the whole ego's goal is to like kind of protect you from danger. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I don't know if that's specifically the psychological description of the ego, but that's what it that's what it feels like when I just think back to whenever my ego is saying things or whenever I was saying negative things about myself or a situation, which I don't even say it like that anymore. Like it's not me saying those things, it's the ego. And that's crystal clear now because of Monday, what happened Monday. Right. But um Wait, saying them like I think, uh, actually speaking them out loud or just thinking them? What, the thoughts? Yeah, like in, you said the negative things about yourself or others. Oh, yeah. I uh, Well, I used to, I was saying I used to identify with those negative thoughts as me, but mm-hmm. now I don't even say it like, I, I'm not saying it like it's me thinking those thoughts. It's more my ego thinking yep. those thoughts. And anyway, so that's that's where I come to back to the point of like I think the ego can be useful as long as it doesn't I don't let it dominate my present being and take me out of the present being. <laughs> yes. It's like if you get carried away with it, then it's it's going to have negative consequences like thinking these negative things or constantly comparing yourself with others. Not even realizing that yep. those those thoughts aren't you. You think those thoughts are you. Yeah. If only I could get better, then maybe maybe I'll be as good as the other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think everybody has that. <laughs> you know, or like, uh, oh, I'm sure I'm good now, but I'm not good. At, not as good as what's his name? Yeah. Who, who said that quote is a uh, comparison is the killer of. Something happiness, uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't remember the full quote. What is it? It's like com- comparison is the killer of satisfaction, or something. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's yep. <laughs> a really good quote. When I when I saw it, I was like, "Oh shit!" And I kind of yes. did compare myself at one point. I haven't done it for a long time. I never do it. I compare it myself to myself. <laughs> I don't even want to do that half the time because I am. <laughs> I'm definitely uh progressing yeah it's just like you are what you are and you do you do you make the right moves and things come together right you don't necessarily need to compare yep, exactly yeah unless right, right. but yeah. you know maybe maybe that's a good uh, function of the ego like sometimes you'd be like you know how can i push myself or what's a role model some somebody i can look up to mm. Mm. yeah i like that yeah i think i think there's a lot of potential good things for the ego 
There's tons of things. I just can't think of any other offhand. Yeah. I guess just the maybe the 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 strategic part of me or the part that thinks that wants to plan for the future. Mm-hmm. I think that's all ego stuff. Yeah. And then maybe and then maybe also to you to utilize the combination of both my higher self and the ego or my present being and the ego mm-hmm. is maybe I can um, plan tasks and mm-hmm. goals, but then uh, while doing, while actually doing the tasks and the goals to be in the present moment and learn how to do that. Yes. Yes. Does that so. make sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you don't need to be all the way in, in one thing or another thing. Well, I like what I was thinking about what Eckhart Tolle says about how when you get good at presence or good at mindfulness meditation and things are happening, but you don't need to give them all your attention. It's like you keep half or, you know, 72.6% of your attention inside your body and the, these other things don't phase you as much. Yeah. Yeah. I need to work on that a little bit too is my body mm. awareness. Yeah, me too. I think that'll, yeah. that'll help with my emotions, I think, too. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the other thing about the ego, I was thinking about when people, well, sometimes I'll be in a, a situation, I have the temptation to do something bad, and it might even be something small, like gossiping about another person, whatever. And I think, yeah. I'm not going to do that. That's not who I am. You know, I have, I have this idea of myself that I want to live up to. You think that's ego oriented? I do think so. Yeah, I I would say so. It's like this. I have this firm impression of myself and one that I want to align myself with. Ah, I like that. I never thought about it like that. Hmm. I spent all this time pushing away the ego. But yeah, wow. (laughs) The ego. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. trying, or trying to feebly attempting to, but never really realizing maybe that the ego is very essential to our, to to us, right? To me, yeah. Well, yeah. One conclusion that we kind of got to yesterday was like, well, what if we, what if we're compassionate towards ego? Like, what if we, yeah, like you said, like embrace it, be kind to it, yeah, and that way we can. Yeah. Yeah, we can be be more cool with these problems that come up in our head. True. Yeah, that's some like when you said that yesterday during the first uh I'll failed into the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when my audio really messed up. It took a like a bit and I'm still working on it and I feel like I'm gonna be working on it for a long time, but I yeah consciously tried to befriend my ego as in mm. not as in going to the bar and having a couple drinks with each other, but more so along the lines of just being okay. Like when those thoughts come, those egotistical or not egotistical, but just the ego thoughts, Mm -hmm. the negative thoughts, the fear, the anxiety, whatever, Mm -hmm. instead of pushing it away and being like, Oh man, we got to be positive just to, I was trying to be more accepting and accepting of those thoughts Mm -hmm. and, and recognizing that that is just my ego trying to protect us. And that's what I, that's what kept coming up for me. It was like, after that, it's like, damn, like all these, these thoughts are just here to protect me. They're not bad. So just allow them, Hmm. allow them in. Right. And I think that's going to, it's going to, 
It's yeah. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say it's like a lot of people these days use this term spiritual bypassing because what happens is people learn that positive thinking is good or they learn that other people like you more when you're positive. And as a result, they think, yeah. well, I have to shut out all of those negative thoughts or negative emotions. I can't even experience them. And it, it's a problem because you, when you're trying to shut those things out. They're going to creep in in other ways because they they are parts of yourself and, and things that uh, they can't be denied forever. Totally makes sense. I, I was like that for a long time, like for a long, long time. And I'm still like that in regards to emotions and expressing my emotions. I'm still having a little bit of trouble with that, but I know what to do. Hmm. Um, I would repress my emotions and then I'd be like proud of myself that oh, I'm, I'm emotionless, hmm. not really realizing that there is going to come up. And it's starting to come up in other ways, like anxiety and fear and stuff. Yeah. So that's always something I added. That's something I have to deal with and face. Still have to face. Yes. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, the good thing is, and I'd say in a sense, you only have to get good at handling fear once, and <laughs> once you do it, uh, you 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 pretty much got a got a handle on it. I mean, it can take time to figure out how to do that, but it's a, a skill that can really stay with you for a lifetime. True. Yeah. I'm kind of experiencing that right now. Like I just got a bike, a mountain bike. Cool. And I never really explored. I've always lived in this kind of bubble of like my city, but where I am, it's like super suction cuppy. <laughs> I don't know. That's That term's probably never been used ever. And I just did it. And it was awesome. What does that mean? But, <laughs> You get stuck know, in like, the trap. Uh, you live under a dome. Yeah, a yeah. giant suction cup. Kind of. I do. It feels. It feels like that. It really felt like that for a long time. Okay. Um. Yeah, living in like the hood and stuff. Right. It's totally like all encompassing. It really is, and it becomes so like for like mentally. I think I don't know what it does. I, I think poverty affects you it, or it can affect you psychologically. I haven't really done the research on it, but I felt like. I felt really almost victim mentality for a while as mm. far as that goes. Um, and I, I didn't like feeling like that. And what changed? Well, the bike thing really helped me. It sounds so like trivial, but okay. getting a bike and like going out to explore and just like, I don't know, maybe it's a combination of like exploring and because I, I was fi facing my fear as I was riding because I've always had this fear of like getting lost. Hmm. Uh, or being by myself and getting lost and not knowing what to do or not knowing where yeah. to go. So with this bike, I, I it really helped me like just kind of because if when you're walking and getting lost, it, I feel like I'm I feel stupid. But when I'm on a bike and getting lost, it's like more of like an adventure. <laughs> okay, that's really cool because it's like somehow you you took a fear and turned it into something exciting. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I never thought of it yeah. like that. That's cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's, it's like, awesome. it sounds trivial, but it's like, I don't know. To me, it's like, and I did it today. I went, like, I faced fears today. I was like, okay, there's this place that I went to with my friend on the last bike ride, and I don't remember where it is, but I want to find it, and uh, let's just go and find it. And I found it, and it was easy, and it was like, and now it's like, I know that again. Like, I know that 
bike trail and I feel like stronger within and I just faced my fears. I was like, mm. it's cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I do try to tell people like a, a lot of people are scared to, to travel or like, yeah, even go outside their own suburbs sometimes. And I, right. tr I try to tell people, yeah, you have to take care. You have to protect yourself, check your six, everything. But the world in general, it's, it's a pretty nice place. People are pretty friendly wherever you go. And the, right. in a lot of the cases, they'll actually look after you. They'll help you out if if you're in a jam. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool, man. That's like, I think that's one of my next goals is like, I keep having like, I keep like finding myself daydreaming about like going places, like just being not and just being in a new place and like, like thinking like there's because there's oh man I really want to travel the world. There's so many like people, so many different cultures, so many different uh, locations and everything. I just want to experience it. And I was yeah. always afraid to travel by myself. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, that's a, that's the thing too. Like I. I, I used to be in a similar situation and say like I lived in my hometown like when we first met I was living with my parents and it was like oh, I didn't necessarily want to go to the next town to Newcastle and then you know I didn't really want to go to Sydney because that was scary like the big smoke they call it in Australia <laughs> uh, the biggest city in Australia you know it's, it's like 10 million people it's not maybe 8 million people live in sydney and uh little by little start expanding my, my area of places where i was comfortable to go and then i remember years later uh like in two, 2011 maybe i was like whoa i'm on a flight to los angeles and this is no big deal like I can just do this. <laughs> well, wow. cost a bit of money, of course, but but it's like, yeah, you know, of twelve hours on the plane, I'll be in a whole different continent. Away I go. Wow, that's so cool. Were you like anxious? What were your f feelings about it being on that plane? No, at that point, it was like me realizing I don't have. I, well, I'm not anxious, and this is, you know, this is absolutely fine. Like the previous time, I'm sure I was anxious, but I, I guess that's <laughs> maybe that just. Uh, disappears from my memory somehow <laughs> that's so cool man and it's like like you said before like developing your skill of facing your fears mm. and it, you said it stays with you your whole life and i feel like the more i face my fears the better uh the better okay i am with doing it and I, i'm not the less foreboding i feel when i'm yeah. about to face a fear yeah yeah and you know the cool thing as well is you can kind of go as slow as you want, as long as you keep moving. Uh, like people right. try to develop confidence and they're like, well, I can't say hello to a stranger. I can't start a conversation with them or trying to, you know, trying to invite a woman on a date or something like that. But then try to do something like just make eye contact for two seconds. And then later, maybe you can right. say, oh, what a lovely day it is and what, whatever. And you can go... <laughs> Really, as slowly as you want, they have this expression in Mexico. They say, it, it doesn't even make sense. They say, I must tiempo que vida. Like, there, there's more, <laughs> there's more life than time. No, there's more, <laughs> there's more time than life. I don't know what, <laughs> it doesn't make sense literally, but what they're saying is like, life is long. So you can, uh, you can take your time. 
which is something really cool. Yeah, that's true. Because then it's like coming back to what you're saying about about not comparing yourself to other people, too. Mm. Kind of because you get to, to go at your own pace instead of right feeling like you have to progress uh, this fast. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Is it like? Uh, I remember somebody asked me once, like, oh, you know, you're you're 29 now. Uh, do you ever feel weird? Like, you see celebrities, they're 25 and they've already made it. And and I was like, maybe. <laughs> At the time, I would probably... <laughs> I think a lot of people yeah. have that thought, uh, like, I'm somehow a failure because yeah. I've, uh, I've not reached that, you know, that crazy level of success or uh, a certain kind of success that some people have. But now it's like... You know, every, everybody has their own path, so I don't need to be worried about what other people have achieved. True. Yeah, everyone's on their own journey, man. Yeah. And it's it's all in different paths. Everyone's got a million different paths because we're all yeah 6.3 or whatever billion people are in the world right now. We all have. There's no two people alike. <laughs> there's too many variables that make us us. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Every, everybody has a little divine spark yeah well here's one thing i was thinking about uh-huh. and with that uh, experience that you had on monday like i think I, I guess the context of this is like you spent that time like we did those cbt sessions and you're getting used to, to these emotions and you're practicing while you're microdosing like occasionally emotions come up and you you start to explore them and things and maybe what happened is this this is uh, for some reason you just took this jump forward, like, hey, you're you're getting used to experiencing these awesome emotions, like our powerful emotions, I should say. And then suddenly, oh, well, it's not just, you know, it's not just one powerful emotion. It's not just fear. It's not just anxiety. It's also love. Love is also a part of that. So when you op- you expand your sphere of emotions you start to see the the wonderful part where you start to see what's underneath sounds pretty cool so you're feeling the everything yes basically yes that's a, yeah that's what i think it might be it's like open your heart or open open your level of experience mm-hmm. and then these other things flood in and it's being open to it like kind of like the just being open to the universe and Whatever happens or however you feel mm-hmm. um, is okay. Mm-hmm. And it's part of it. Yeah. It's part of your journey. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> this is some good insights here, man. This, this, man, this is good. This is good material. <laughs> this is a good conversation. I'm yeah. proud. I'm put, proud of this. Put it on wax. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> That sounds like a like the Wicked Witch of the West scratching. Yeah. <laughs> My pretty <It's> chicken scratch. Yeah. Beautiful thought. It's a beautiful thought. Oh right, you're gonna make me a new intro outro thing. Oh yeah, I'll do that. Easy, bro. <laughs> I'm it was cool like with 10 the, minutes man yeah a 10 minute intro <laughs> <laughs> people will turn it off before that time so maybe i'll make it like 30 seconds i have to change it up every day no, it yeah, was yeah, cool like, with that with you know with the intro i have 
I took that. Uh, I asked my friend Angelica to to record that. I, I don't know if you heard it, but it's uh, she's like, "This is a beautiful thought." <laughs> yeah, I and, remember hearing that. I was like, "Oh, she killed it." Yeah, uh, it was cool. It was, I, well, I I said to her, "You know, I love your voice. It's so it's like soft, gentle." welcoming voice so, something about her voice and she's like oh i don't know kurt uh you know that i'm i'm ashamed of my voice or something i was like no your voice is <laughs> your voice is awesome uh please do this for me and she she did and it's it's fantastic oh yeah that's awesome that that's cool because yeah that's weird that she said she didn't know that she doesn't like her voice that goes to show like the ego the ego is in everybody yeah what you point out is right. Is it like some people think of ego, like being egotistical. It's like, I, I think I'm so great, but it's also, it works the other way as well. Like, oh, I think I'm so small. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it is both ways. It's like, I don't know what yeah. that is. The ego, man, you're a tricky guy, guy. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. My, my ego is my friend. I got, now I got to do a whole nother album based on this. Man. <laughs> All right. So it's hard to be an artist. The next album is My Ego is My Friend. Oh, something like that. That sounds kind of Mr. Rogers-ish, but I'll make make it work. All right. You're the hip-hop Mr. Rogers. (laughs) I don't want to say that too much. There's this this rapper that did an actual music video as Mr. Rogers, and he's a rapper. Cool. Which rapper? But he... uh, well, here's where it's hard. it gets weird because uh, his name is Prof, but he just got he just got uh, dropped from Rhyme Sayers, which is Atmospheres hip hop mm. album or mm. album hip hop record label. Yeah, and he got dropped for uh, like I guess sexual misconduct conduct or oh. something. So he wasn't as nice as Mister yeah. Rogers. Nope, not as nice. That's a shame. And I don't know if I am, but <laughs> I'm working on it. Okay. I'm All right. <laughs> no allegations yet. <laughs> no, I hope not. Ever. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. I'm a fucking boondock saint. I'm a boombox saint. So what do you think about the, about this intense experience of like having love come and, and seeing the ego separate from you? Why do you think that happened? Uh, I'm not sure why it happened, honestly. Maybe. I, I have no idea. I, uh. I mean, the catalyst for what it was was the fight and the, or the the catalyst for why it happened, hmm. or what caused it specifically as far as like physical things or whatever. It's definitely the microdosing, yeah. uh, maybe the combination of everything, the breathing and all that. But um, I'm not sure why it happened. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm definitely happy that it happened, and I'm like, hmm. like you said, it could have been just like a a leap through, a breakthrough. Yeah. Like really moving forward a lot, like more than normal. Yeah. And, and there's lasting effects too. The lasting effects are that I'm like really hypersensitive to when the ego is trying to creep in. Hmm. So what do you do when that happens? Just aware of it or something else? I accept it. I accept the thoughts for what they are, for my ego trying to protect, protect me. Hmm. So previously it was like you have this thought 
and you see it almost like a fact, but now it's just a thought. It's like a proposition. Yeah, it's not like in a separate entity anymore. Although I'm very, very aware that it is, it is a separate entity. It's just not presenting itself as a separate entity anymore at this point. Hmm. But I'm very, very aware that it is separate. But yeah. it's still a part of me, though, too. Right. Okay. Well, how do you bridge that gap? It's separate. It's it's part of you. Is that Do you have a way of thinking about it? Or you just have to experience it like that? No, because it's so new that I'm still wrestling with how, like, I'm still trying to figure that out. But it's weird because it's not something I can figure out with, like, uh, with logical, or not logical, but, like, just critical hmm. thinking, I guess. Yeah. It's something well, it's that obviously, I more so feel. Yeah. It's something so different to what you've ever experienced. So, it's hard to yep. try to figure out what's, what's going on with it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's why I keep talking in circles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And do you think there are any pitfalls, like things that might happen, think negative things that might happen or mistakes that you might make as a result of having this experience? No, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Nothing all in all is a positive experience. Yeah. But it really is too new to really say. Yes. Like, I don't think this is a, like the ultimate, I mean, I know that I'm, there's going to always be chaos and fear. There's all, it's all, that stuff's always going to be there to an extent. Hmm. Fear and anger and emotions, negative emotions, per, what is perceived as negative emotions. Hmm. Um, but I'm just, I just have more awareness about about my ego, I guess, and about everything and about my own minds. And I don't think it's going to, ch- it's, it, this changed my life for sure, but there's always going to be something that I have to, that I, that I'm progressing with, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if this makes sense, dude. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, so you, you've been doing these, uh, these exercises or exploring your own emotions, uh, with, uh, yeah, little things that you've been doing. And now you become aware of something much greater. And now you're like, okay, well, I can continue becoming more and more aware or more aware of my own. This is happening to me too, actually, uh, in a different way. It's like, say if I have a, a craving or a desire or something and I, I start to examine it like the other day, it's just a bit. I don't know. I'm embarrassed about this, but it's it's nothing to be embarrassed about. I'm thinking about, uh, I'm like, oh, I want to message this girl, this this woman that I met. And I'm I'm thinking, well, actually, I'm experiencing this as a kind of craving. It's like something deep in my belly, like I have to do this, like some kind of compulsion. And then uh, I, I, I sort of examine that or become aware of that. And then the there's another level to it, which is like this little thought saying to me, you know, the fact that you are craving talking to her, that means you have a special connection. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if that makes <laughs> any sense, bro. And, <laughs> and then that, <laughs> wow. that thought kind of floats away. <laughs> and then there's something underneath it, which is like, hey, listen. I want to think like that. I want to think that this is something special. I'm like, all right, just just calm down there or like uh, just just become aware of that 
underlying motivation, which is previously hidden from me. I had no idea that there were these levels to my cravings or <laughs> uh, these uh, silent or these subtle beliefs behind what I was wow. feeling. But now I'm, I'm becoming aware of that. That's cool. And I wonder if that's something that happens more just being in the present moment, mm. like you said. Yes, uh, I would say and, absolutely. <laughs> and how do you think you can develop that? Like just just staying in the present moment, but like make it stronger to where you can like un unravel or go deeper within your subconscious. Yeah. How do you think you can do that? Well, it's not like what we were talking about before, like about le leaning into your emotions, mm. e experiencing them fully. Don't shy away from them. And also you, ha you can have the, the thought in mind like, okay, so notice that this emotion arises and notice eventually it will leave because all emotions, all thoughts mm. do that. They're all temporary. And when you're, yeah, ex experiencing those, those things fully, it is like a, a kind of meditation, like an insight meditation. When you meditate on something, yeah. trying to find out what it really is. And uh, it, it doesn't happen immediately, of course, but sometimes when you meditate on something long enough, you'll be like, ah, oh, hang on, there is another way to look at this or there's a deeper level to this thing. And that's how it seems to work with emotions. That's so cool, man. That's something I definitely want to develop further. I think that yeah. will definitely help me with my emotions and be, being able to convey them is mm. by meditating and just maybe that body awareness stuff. Mm -hmm. And all that good stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you're already on that path and you're going to keep exploring and, and finding a lot more interesting insights and experiences within yourself. And you probably have a great time doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, I love it, man. I love, man. Yeah, and I've come so far so quickly, I feel like, for myself. Because yes. yeah. I've been living with this fear for forever, my whole life. Wow. And- now and it's it's the fear has always stayed there it's always been there hmm. not since i was born but when i started having trauma and shit happening and mm -hmm. I just and then hiding the emotions burying them down so i don't feel them hmm. so now like i'm facing these fears and becoming more aware of everything and and now those emotions are starting to well they're coming up and i'm like dealing with shit and the fear is like mostly gone. I don't ever really, I don't feel fear of as far as like, like I still feel fear a little bit, obviously. I think everyone does, but yeah. I don't feel it as strong as I did before to the point where it was paralyzing. Yes. And now I can, and now I, I look forward to facing the fear because I know what it does. Facing <laughs> the fear makes it go away or uh, makes okay. you be okay with it or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, man. Well, I remember <laughs> this time I was like, I guess I was about 21 and I was going to technical college studying sound production. And I I saw this, uh, this cute woman and I was like, I'm going to go over there and ask for a number. And of course, the way I did it, totally awkward. I had to build myself up 
Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get a number. Uh, she didn't give me a number, but I walked away. I was like, yes, I did that. And it was like this burst of energy oh, yeah. running through my body. It was Ooh. like I unlocked something. Like I unlocked the next level. <laughs> unlocked the achievement. Oh, yeah. That's so cool, dude. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I first started talking, I, I sucked with women. I didn't know how to talk to right. girls at all. And then we... And we were kind of both learning that stuff at the same time. Yes. Just learning how to be better with women. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I remember feeling like that too. Like, like, damn, like I got, I did that. Like I, I totally got shot down, but I did that. Like, yes. I stepped outside my comfort zone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fight. <laughs> yeah. It's so powerful when you do that. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Cool. All right. Oh, it's, is there anything else you want to say on, on the subject about your, interesting experience or some something else you want to say can i say that this watermelon is really good and you can probably hear me crunching <laughs> in the background that's an important oh. message and I was, yeah. yeah man truly important i don't know this this whole experience is just like i had the experience on monday but the, the this this experience is ongoing yeah it's not like it ended when the ego went back to my uh perspective mm-hmm. i'd say it's still happening. Yeah. And I'm ever grateful for cool. it. So it is like you, you open some new level of awareness and now you can be aware of that whatever is going on in a new way. Yeah. And now I'm like, now I'm like, damn, like what's next? I mean, for me, you know, like this is cool, dude. I love progressing. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, another aspect of it is like, yeah, it's 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 great to progress. It's also great to know that you're complete as you are. Like you can accept yourself as you are in this moment. Mm. Ah, that's something like, yeah, I need yeah. to learn how to do that more. <laughs> right. Cool. All right. So you got some stuff you want to promote. We had you had that instrumental album, uh, Pilgrimage of a Virus, the prophetic. Virus album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Super Ego a, versus the World. Yeah. Yep. Pilgrimage of Virus was a, well, it is. It still exists. Don't worry. It still exists. Uh, <laughs> you can go to superegobeats.com uh, for all my projects, actually, or my band camp. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Super Ego Beats. Spotify. Um, Spotify. Yep. Definitely Spotify. Yep. My 31 monthly listeners you could be another one of those <laughs> but um yeah so i got a couple of projects uh i'm working on a lot of stuff i'm a workaholic when it comes to the studio and making music i'm always working on stuff i like i'm an mc and i'm a producer yep i love working with people um but yeah i'm working on this other project called super ego versus himself mm-hmm. um soon to be released i don't know when specifically yet but i'm Sorry. still working on the artwork but is this an that project is project? actually a no, this is a this is me rapping, and actually, I'm talking about a lot a lot of the things, kind of touching on subjects that we talked about today. So great, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I'm pro- I'm excited for that. Cool, man. All right, thanks Pretty thanks for coming on and sharing your experience and and telling us what's going on on the spiritual plane. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't know it was a spiritual plane, but it is definitely. <laughs> I appreciate you having me, man. And we even had some insights today, man. There's some things I was like, oh, I didn't know that thing. And now yeah. I do. That's cool. 
we get deeper and deeper. <laughs> All right. Thanks, yeah, man. man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Yep. Bye. A beautiful thought. Thank you for listening. Remember to check out Super Ego's website, superegobeats.com, especially if you're an MC looking for some beats to freestyle over or rap over or something like that. You could probably reach out to Super Ego and ask to collaborate or ask to borrow one of his beats to get the word out about his production skills. And also just think about... Just for a moment, perhaps you can think who is somebody who might benefit from listening to this interview and seeing things in a different way. Obviously, it's not exactly a mundane experience that Brandon had. And also, of course, we talked a lot about cognitive behavioral sessions during this interview. So if you want (laughs) something similar to what Super Ego had, like the kind of process that we went through, trying to think of different ways to explore his emotions or become more vulnerable so he could, in time, learn to experience these deeper emotions, these joyful, positive emotions, then maybe I can help you with that. So go to the website, beautifulpodcast.com. You see in the header, it says CBT Sessions. You can click on that and schedule a time with me. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Beautiful thought. It's a beautiful thought. It's a beautiful thought.